0: I'M REVIEWING HERE! It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the... Uh, I'm just kidding. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of I'M REVIEWING HERE, a podcast where I, Matthew Bussy, watches and reviews sight and sounds top greatest movies of all time. Why do I always refer to myself as Matthew Bussey? That's not even my name. No, it is. But Matthew... Matthew? No one ever really people call me that like professionally, but I never ever call myself that, but maybe I should change that. That song at the beginning that I was singing, do you remember in the opening of Independence Day, like when they're at the space station, like you hear that song playing in the background, like someone has it on the radio. (gasps) Foreshadowing, really subtle. Am I right? (laughs) Yeah, no, (laughs) no, I'm just, uh, excuse me i'm kidding i love independence day that's like one of my favorite movies It used to scare the bejesus out of me but i had it on vhs i had to stop watching the movie like after they destroy all the cities because a i would get bored and also the aliens like would creep me out it's a frightening movie the scene when the aliens like they're doing the autopsy and then bill pullman's like what do you want us to do and then the aliens like "Ah, die oh my god good movie the sequel was even better (laughs) no um yeah I'm in a weird funk tonight you guys I'm in a weird mood I'm gonna try and record two more episodes after this which is gonna be very difficult because uh this movie and the next two movies are incredibly dark and and very depressing so um, but I'm good I got my wine here with me it is I'm recording this on a Friday night so Shabbat Shalom uh and yeah things have been good I actually have not recorded in quite a while like a week I think oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah yeah I also today's movie I needed a lot of time to think about it uh this is a very this is gonna be a hard episode <laughs> uh because. I'm not going to know what I'm talking about. Today, my friends, we're going to be reviewing a uh, very, very bizarre movie. Bizarre? No, that's not really the right word to describe it. This is like an essay movie. Essay. E-S-S-A-Y. Yeah, I don't know why I said that, but yeah. Today, we're reviewing l'intru, also known as The Intruder. The peers in me al interior. Caché dans ton ombre my my ptsd is has returned just from hearing the music from that trailer um okay i wasn't a fan of this movie i wasn't um i didn't hate it i didn't hate it uh it's a hard movie to to like though like i have to admit that it is it's a hard movie to like um first of all i just want to say something that is very accurate that no one really talks about film critics film historians film professors they are obsessed with dark dramas like heavy dark dramas they don't like et they don't like singing in the rain or I, i don't know tootsie i don't know i mean they do but you're never taught those i even like you know i i keep looking at and sounds list for like upcoming movies that I get to watch, and like there, none of them are happy. None of them are. I was thinking about this a lot, like you know, in in um, God, I remember going to film camp. I never went to camp. I only went to one camp my whole life because I was too afraid uh, of uh, bats. Uh, but I went to film camp, the New York Film Academy camp. They used to do it at in a uh, Pri- at Princeton University. It was two thousand six. I remember and. <laughs> each of us got to make a movie it was only two weeks and um you know we each got to make a movie and then on the last day you know all the parents showed up and they would play all the movies in this little theater and i remember all the movies were so dark and people were like killing each other in the movie and like committing suicide and (laughs) i'll never forget this (laughs) This woman who was sitting next to my parents she literally turned to us we had just watched one movie where the character stabs the guy like a million times in the middle of the street and this woman turned to my parents and she just went what the hell is wrong with these kids (laughs) and i mean it's true though film people like me we really we're into this i don't really know what it is but we like dark movies we do. We like comedies, but, you know, I feel like a lot of us when we make movies and when we study movies, they're always really heavy and depressing a lot of the times. And, you know, it it's like, I don't, what does that say about me? I, I don't know. What does it say about me and, and all every film buff in general? I don't know. Every film buff is is very different. But, yeah, you know, The Intruder really got me thinking because, like, anytime there's, like, a new comedy on TV, I don't watch it. And people are always asking me, and I'm just like, eh, no, I it's just I'd rather watch like you know Luca Guadagnino's new series. And they're like, what, what, who, the, what is that? Like, is that a person or a, a place or a director? What? And yeah, and I don't watch those types of things. I don't. I remember when like New Girl was on TV all the time, and everyone was like, Bussy, you watching it? And I was like, yeah, kind of. It's like on in the background, like when I'm you know. Uh, eating pizza and like on my phone or whatever yeah I just it's weird it's weird it's it's kind of a weird thing how like in film history we really tend to just study the dark and depressing and in college too I mean like and I'm gonna get to the movie I swear in college I cannot remember one funny or lighthearted film that we watch and I took a screenwriting class a screenwriting class where we did watch Freaks and Geeks Uh, Which was funny, of course. And then we also watched Fargo, which isn't like a full-on comedy. It's a very bleak, dark comedy. But, like, that's it. That's all I remember. Those four years in college, every movie we watched. We had to watch a movie, a documentary, where these shooter, these poachers shoot a bear. And you watch the bear, like, die slowly. We had to watch another documentary about children with Down syndrome. We had to watch another documentary about a woman who films her mother who's had a mastectomy and she gets mad at her and yells, I hate you. You're a titless cow. We had to watch that twice. Kill me. Oh, and another movie. Yeah. I think it was an Iranian movie. A guy suffocates another guy in the backseat of a car and it's like a 10 minute long sequence. And then our director was like, so what do you think about that scene? And I just raised my hand and went, why did we watch it? <laughs> like, seriously. And and I'm I'm noticing that a lot, and because you know the next two movies are uh, even darker than the Intruder. The Intruder is not like uh, okay okay. Let me backpedal a little bit. The Intruder is not gonna. It's not a movie that's gonna make you want to, you know, kick the bucket or anything like that. It, it's it's not like it's not a sad movie. It, it's it's a dark movie though. It, it's an upsetting movie, but less than that, it's a movie that makes positively no sense. And does that on purpose, you know? It, it's like I said at the very beginning. It's an essay film. This is a movie... Now, also, what? hell what, does that mean, an essay film? Well, remember when you were younger in school and you had to read essays by people that... And the essays would be so, like, verbose and just did not make sense. And you had to always, like, write a little essay about the essay that you read that made no sense? Yeah, this is an example. This movie, The Intruder, um, is based on... I, I can't tell if it's a book or an essay because I'm, I'm getting, conf- I'm seeing conflicting things, but I think it was a book. It was a bu- based on a book inspired. I'm sorry, inspired by a book by <laughs> a book by this man named Jean-Luc Nancy. Uh, this movie came out in 2004. It, you know, went to all the big film festivals, Venice, Cannes Film Festival, blah, blah, blah. The usual, the director Claire Denis is a French director. This is a French movie too. Claire Denis. She is amazing. She is Outstanding. She's turning 77 next month and she's still making incredible movies. What's her genre? She doesn't really have a genre. She honestly just makes great character dramas. That's it. She uh sexuality is like a big theme in her movies too like her movies are I mean the French la la la, the French make the sexiest movies ever. Yeah, I mean sex is always a big part in her movies but you know she she's done a lot of Indies that you know, film critics and historians absolutely adore 35 shots of rum, uh Beau travail. I don't think Beau Travail is on the list, but I do want to watch that. She also did, okay, wait for it, Chocolat. No, not the Chocolat with Johnny Depp. She did a, a 1988 movie called Chocolat, which I do remember watching in film school. Actually, no, it was not at Temple University. It was in my French class because it was, it was a French movie. I don't remember what it was about, though. That was her first feature film that she did, though recently though you know she she works with uh Juliette Binoche a lot Juliette Binoche if you don't know her do 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 what is a like popular American movie oh well Chocolat she was in Chocolat the one with Johnny Depp about chocolate yeah <laughs> yeah Chocolat is actually not about chocolate it's about uh corn no um it's uh Yeah, Juliette Binoche is in a lot of her movies, but Claire Denis, you know, last year she had two movies come out. She had a movie with uh, Taylor Swift's boyfriend, Joe Alwyn. Sorry, I, I shouldn't have said that. Joe Alwyn. You don't have to call him Taylor Swift's boyfriend. I hate the so, actors. I'm sorry. They must get so sick of that. It was called Stars at Noon. That came out last year. I thought it was kind of mediocre, but she also did another movie called Both Sides of the Blade, a French movie, also with Juliette Binoche and this incredible uh, actor named uh, Vincent Landon Lindon. I think it's how you say it. It's a movie just about a couple who fights a lot. And by the end, You're, like, shaking. Uh, She also did this amazing sci-fi movie. Like, I think it's one of her best, called High Life. No, it's not about getting high. It's a movie. It's because they're high in space. Get it? An American movie also with Juliette Binoche, but also Robert Pattinson, Andre Benjamin, Mia Goth. I don't even know how to explain it. That's the thing about Claire's, uh, Claire Denise films. I don't know how to explain a lot of them, but they just, you know... She's a genius. She is. She knows how to use the medium of film to make really unique, thought-provoking dramas. The problem, though, is that The Intruder, it just it didn't stick with me. Honestly, it didn't. It, it, it did not stick with me. Um, it was too abstract for me way too abstract i th- this this is like a very misleading you know okay if you go on imdb.com this is so misleading the the plot the synopsis for the intruder an emotionally cold man leaves the safety of his alpine home to seek a heart transplant and an estranged son oh that was my reaction when i first read that oh it's, it's gonna be like a little heavy drama but it might be kind of sweet the poster. There's this um, old man played by Michel Subor, uh, and a cute little dog, and all these reviews saying one of the best. <coughs> excuse me, one of the best films ever. It's not like that. <laughs> not one of the best films ever. Not that. But uh, this is not uh, a movie. This this is an essay movie. This is an a messay. Yeah. Ooh, I like that a messe. Sounds kind of sexual. I don't know, but I think everything sounds sexual. So what's this about? Okay, um, let me find my notes here. This movie starts off very uh, bizarrely. It, there's there's a woman, and it looks like she's in a cave or something. And she's looking right at the camera, and she says, Your worst enemies are hiding inside, in the shadows, in your heart. Dot, 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 dot yeah what does it mean is she a hallucination is she a ghost i don't know anyway cut to uh the setting we are in uh yes it's the this rural part of france um it's actually the the uh jura mountains uh which correct me if i'm wrong wait this is Oh, it's like the border of France and Switzerland. Yeah, it's the the Jura Mountains. Um I don't ever want to go there after seeing this damn movie. Oh my god, it looks so bleak and dark there and we we meet this this guy, the protagonist of the movie played by Michel Subor. Uh he his name is Louis or Louis, I'm sorry. Been watching even Steven's a lot so I keep saying Louis. Louis. He is almost like a jungle man. He is this very quiet, mysterious guy. He is like, when we first see him, he's just butt naked in the woods with a do- with his dogs just wa- walking around. Uh, he lives alone. Occasionally, he meets up and has sex with this woman. She doesn't have a name. She's only known as the pharmacist. And she's played by uh, a singer named uh, Bamboo. Yeah, that really is her name. Bamboo. No, not Bamboo. Bamboo. B-A-M-B-O-U. Uh, who I didn't recognize I thought I thought thought I knew who she was but anyway um where was I? yes so he kind of spends his days doing that we see some other characters there is uh, a woman who you know checks people at the border uh very pretty woman and she you know we see her and her husband or I think it's her boyfriend I honestly can't remember I think it's her boyfriend. They live together, they have two babies, they live also in the mountains and they live in this little house and you know this is where the sex sexy part that the sexuality that I was saying that theme that Claire Denis is obsessed with comes into play. We see them in this scene and you know she is doing the dishes and then the the husband whatever he just starts to get all kinky with her and he kind of just tells her this like crazy weird scenario and she doesn't even like move. She's just standing there at the sink, like clenching the, the sides of the sink and her eyes are closed and he just walks behind her and takes off her clothes and uh they boink. What does it mean? I don't know. I don't really know. Um, I haven't really studied enough what, you know, the sexuality part of her movies... Claire of Denise's, uh, I keep saying Claire Denis, I'm sorry, Denis, Denis, I, I haven't really studied what, you know, why that's such an important theme in her films, but, I mean, I guess the general reason for me is that uh, everybody has sex, it's normal, <laughs> I mean, like, it's normal, people do it all the time. Um, she's not afraid to show it. A lot of European filmmakers are not afraid to show it. A lot of American filmmakers are afraid to show it. But anyway, we'll get, that's a different conversation. So there, yeah, there are these weird characters. Now, Louis, this movie also, like, there's no plot. Like, you don't know what is going on. It's very disorienting. And you can't tell if, like, you're watching flashbacks or flash forwards or... What not? It's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. It's so weird. You know, there's another woman that we meet. She's played by uh Beat Beatri- oh God Beatrice Dell, <clears throat> and she's she's credited as Queen of the Northern Hemisphere. <laughs> uh, she's not a queen in this movie. She's just someone that Louis knows, and she has a ton of dogs, and. There's a very bizarre moment in the beginning of the movie where, you know, Louis has just had sex with the woman, the bamboo's character, and she's a pharmacist too that she's all, she's only known as the pharmacist. They have sex and then he it looks like he's like going up to an attic and then there's a crazy shot of him stabbing a woman. Stabbing a woman. Is it I had to rewind the scene because I went, "Oh my god, did he just kill Bamboo? What is this? What?" And then um she's okay. So what the hell is that? He's a murderer. Why did he did he did he kill someone? Was it the woman in the very beginning in the opening shot? It's bizarre. It's very very bizarre. Um, and you just keep thinking what is going on. There's this another very brutal scene later on in the movie where uh, these two people, and it looks like the woman that he killed. They are it's it's her and this other guy. And they're they're, you know, in the mountains and there's snow everywhere. And they are the man and the woman. They're on horseback. They are dragging Louie by his feet through the snow on horseback on snow. owie yeah. And he tells her like emotion emotionlessly, I think I just made that up, that word. He tells them I've already paid. And then she just looks him in the eye and, and menacingly goes, you'll never pay enough. And then they leave him. I just swallowed really loudly. Because yeah that scene was like just a lot. And again we 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 kind of learn a little bit more about. Well, sort of about this woman. That he allegedly killed. Because we also see that you know. She was left for dead. On the snow you know in the mountains. Her heart was removed. <laughs> Did he do it? I don't know. But her body is later found under the ice by this other random woman. Guys, if I'm like giving you a headache too, I'm sorry, but that's the point. Because this movie gave me a freaking headache. And it's two hours, ten minutes long too. So how the hell do you think I felt? This is only at like a 30 minute podcast episode. <laughs> it's weird. Okay, plot though. Okay, the plot kind of comes into play because we learn that Louis is very sick. What does he have? We don't know, but he just has a bad heart. That's basically all we're sort of, that's all that's implied. He needs to get a new heart. He leaves his home. He has like a bunch of money saved and he goes to this like Swiss bank to get it out. And then he ends up in Korea where he is get, he wants to get like this illegal heart transplant, a black market heart transplant. And it's kind of a bizarre moment because he's, you know, going like, okay, I want this kind of heart. I don't want a woman heart, a female heart. I want a young heart and this and that, you know, he's all specific about it. And we don't even really see this happen. Again, it cuts to the next scene and he's lying in bed and there's a huge scar going down his chest. Huge. Remember uh, Videodrome, the, epi- the episode a few episodes ago about James Woods and like the butthole opens up in his stomach? Yeah, it's like this, but like for real. Uh, so that happens. He also, you know, cut a little bit to the end, and he is in Tahiti. What is he doing in Tahiti? Well, we kind of eventually learn, because nothing is fully explained. Again, we have to, like, kind of put the pieces together. He's looking for his long-lost son. How does he know his son lives in Tahiti? I don't know. Uh, It's not really explained. Did he leave his son, like... Years ago, or something? Did he? I'm baffled. <laughs> like, did he, you know, kill this woman and then his son left him? We don't know. But he just wants to reconnect with his son. It, it, it's um, yeah. It's 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 weird. It's weird. And what is how does this movie end? The guy in the beginning. I did not know this, but the guy in the beginning, the one that was having kinky kitchen counter sex with his wife, he is actually Louis. I might be wrong on this, so if you're listening and you know this movie by heart, forgive me, but this is what I got out of it. The guy who was having the kinky kitchen counter sex in the beginning, he's actually Louis' real son. And at the end of the movie, Louis is in Tahiti and he's in this morgue and they pull out a body and it's this guy. It's his son. The guy from the beginning, the kitchen counter, the sexy kitchen, the kinky kitchen counter sex guy. It's him. It's his corpse. And he also has a huge scar going down his chest. The same as his father, Louis. (sighs) Yeah, that was my reaction. My reaction. No words. And then what is the final shot of this movie? So remember the queen of the Northern Hemisphere? It just ends with her riding all of her dogs. She's like a like a wild animal herself. I mean, she is just riding with all of her dogs in the snow. And she's smiling and laughing. And then the movie just cuts to the credits. Fin. That means the end in French. Fin. Jesus Christ. Uh, are you disoriented? Do you have a headache? Yeah, I have a headache. And it's not the wine. Just trying to interpret this movie. Okay, my issues with this movie. Okay, I'll say good things about this movie. It's very bold. It's a very bold movie, and critics loved it when it came out. Um, But, you know, a lot of critics did agree that it was very frustrating to watch. Frustrating, but good. You know, I read a review by The Guardian that said... Critics are so funny. They said, This movie's a head-scratcher, but it's a very good itch. Har-har. Yeah. (laughs) Um... I was scratching my head so much during this movie. I almost actually like broke through the skin. Yeah. Movies like this that are abstract, I I like them. I do like them. I do. I really do. Um The Intruder was just not really for me. I c- it was it was literally How do I say this? Again. Okay. I like abstract movies, but they need to stand out a little bit. The Intruder, I just had issues with. The Intruder was too bleak. I think it was too bleak. Um, it just really made me uncomfortable. It made me want to like take a hot shower afterwards and and you know r- shampoo myself. It just it was so like d- dimly lit and everything. That the the camera work was the whole the entire movie the camera does not stop shaking. Imagine like it's like the cameraman just got stabbed and has to go back to work and is like shaking because they're losing so much blood. I didn't get it. I don't get it. I don't always mind shaky camera work. The next movie I'm reviewing there's a lot of that, but it's not over the top. In this movie, I just feel like Denis overdid it so much. I went to school with someone. I remember she was always like, "I will never watch movies that have shaky cameras." And I'd be like, "Oh, relax." And she was like, "No, I won't even watch Modern Family because it's shaky camera." I mean, I was like, "Okay, you're ridiculous. That's way over the top." But no, in this case though, (laughs) we don't speak anymore. But like, if I were to meet up with her, I would pull a prank on her and go, "Hey, watch this movie. It's not shaky. It is. It's too shaky." I I just I I could not, honestly, I did my best. I couldn't put anything together. The movie was also painfully too long. It did not need to be two hours, ten minutes. No, 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 no. I did some research on this movie. I there uh so Claire Denis, she did an interview with uh Metrograph uh in Oh my god, this was April 2020? That was like right when lockdown happened. She said some uh interesting things though. You know, she said yes, this was based on the essay by that guy whose name I forget already. Oh yeah, Jean Luc Nancy. Uh, and he, what he had to say, it, it he had a lot of similarities. You know, his story was also about him. I I think it was him. He had to get a heart transplant, and this all sounds like simple, easy things to interpret, but it's not. Like it is, Denis does not make it simple at all. She wants you to watch this movie and not blink. At all, and if you blink, you're going to be confused and not understand any of it. She said something really interesting. You know, I'll I'll put this uh, in the show notes. But you know, she said this. This was really oh, here it is. Yeah, this is really interesting. She said, in a way, you cannot intrude without a certain violence. If it's soft, it's not an intrusion. Intrusion has to be brutal. Otherwise, it's not an intrusion anymore. Think about that for a sec. So that line I kind of understood because, you know, Louis in this movie, he's an intruder in the sense that, yes, he he comes in trying to get this heart transplant. And he doesn't do it in a very ethical way doing it through the black market. I mean, being all specific about what kind of heart he he wants. I mean, he's not, you know, and he's also a flawed guy because he's a friggin' killer. I mean, not serial killer. He could be, I don't even know. But, um, you know, there's that. I think that kind of was interesting in that that did kind of get me thinking. Anytime, Denise making, I think, a big statement about the human condition. Anytime we intrude in something, whatever it may be, there's some kind of negative reaction to it, you know, which is kind of interesting. It's almost like, you know, if, if you're, what's a good example? If you, this is like a bit of a stretch. Let's say you want to get on a plane and you want to fly to Australia from Philadelphia. You're intruding in that you're entering Australia but you know, intruding has such a negative connotation. so it's like, well, I'm just going to Australia to go swimming. Well, what's the big deal? Well, there's a negative thing reaction to that. What's the negative reaction? You're going on a plane and you're you know <laughs> spreading greenhouse gases. <laughs> Oh Jesus Christ. No, that's a horrible example. I don't know. I don't know. Think about that quote though. Think about that quote when you when you um if you watch this movie, which I don't know if a lot of you will because of this review I just gave. I'm not trying to be super negative about this movie. I'm not. But look, think about that quote. You cannot intrude without a certain violence. That's very interesting. And I you know, I did obviously get the simple message of this movie, which is that Louis is just a very like amoral individual. You know, there's a surreal moment in this movie when he's in, he's in uh, Korea, South Korea walking the streets at night and it's, you know, the camera's shaking like crazy and it's at night and there are all these like, uh, you know, lights on outside and, and you see like these glimpses of that woman, the woman in the very first shot, the one who said your worst enemies are hiding inside. And, she yells to him on the street, your heart's not sick anymore. It's says after he got the surgery. She she yells your heart's not sick anymore. It's just empty. Hmm. And you can't even really tell if like he sees her or not. You don't know if she's a hallucination or not. <sighs> yeah. It's bizarre. It's it's very bizarre. This wasn't my favorite of Denise uh Denise uh movies i'll definitely also put in the show notes you know trailers for other films that that she's done that are i think a lot better made the intruder though look i i really i value how um the, the leaps that it takes to be to 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 be uh the what am i trying to say i like how it's trying to i like the leaps it takes to be a very intense thought-provoking movie that's good i like when movies do that i do um, the intruder just wasn't for me. I think it could have been shorter, and I just wish it was a teeny bit more, like, understandable. And I wish that that camera would just sit the Frick still. I, I'm i trying to not curse. Yeah, Frick, though? Who the hell says Frick? Um Sit the fuck still. There, I said it. Okay, boom. Sorry, I just had to get that out. It does feel good to say the F word, guys. It really does. When I'm by myself, oh my God, it feels so good. And if you're British and you say it, it's so sexy. Um, And if you're French too. Yeah. Should you watch this movie? You know what, guys? I'm going to leave it up to you. Um, This is available on the Criterion Collection. The Criterion Collection is a, a streaming platform that you can use. You can uh, subscribe to, I mean. Uh, they have a lot of really remarkable, amazing movies on there. A lot of movies on Satan Sound's list are on the Criterion Collection. Uh, it, it's it's uh, Yeah, they got a lot. Um, I'm going to leave it up to you. Do I fully recommend this movie? Yes, I would. I would. Because you know what? It's a challenge. And movies should be challenging. Um, would I watch it again? No. No, I wouldn't. Um, I just, I don't think I would. I really don't think I would. Um, it, it's, uh, I love movies that are abstract. I really do. But, um, there, there comes a moment that, you know, it's kind of like the movie I, I reviewed previously by, um, Apichapong Vira sekul, and sorry, Apichapong, if I'm not saying that name right, but if your name right, but yeah, I guess, you know, I get a little picky with things. Everyone's picky with movies and it's totally fine. So I'll leave it at that, but yes, The Intruder, on the, on the Criterion Collection, go check out more of Claire Denis' movies, she is just one of the best filmmakers out there, there's no one else like her, honestly, and she is still doing this at her age, I mean, wow, and she's a woman, and she's been doing it for years, I mean, she is just an idol to so many female aspiring filmmakers out there, and... She's just incredible. I would love to just meet her one day and just shake her hand and try and speak in French before she becomes annoyed because that's happened before. I've tried to speak in French to people, to French people who know English and they're like, okay, okay, stop. Like, I, you know, stop it. Like, I know English. And I'm like, I'm just trying, okay? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to, uh, please leave a What am I trying to say? Yes, rate and review. Subscribe to this podcast. Please leave a review. Please tell everyone you know. I'm reviewing here. There are new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. It's fun. And we got a lot more going. A lot more to review. And a lot more to listen to. And a lot more of this annoying (gasps) thing. What's happening? just kidding that echo i am gonna that's gonna kill me someday all right everybody have a good rest of the day wherever you are wherever you are stay safe and um if you need to get a heart transplant uh please do it the ethical way okay bye-bye